are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to Locked On Tar Heels podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. All right, so here's what I have on tap for you guys today. We're going to talk Orange Bowl. It is Orange Bowl week out here. We are getting ready to face Texas A&M. Of course, we've got some opt-outs to talk about. We're going to cope with that, though, because we're going to be right on fine. Finally, Mac Brown was on Packer and Durham. We've got to talk about some key takeaways from that interview. Let's jump right into it. Happy Monday. I hope you're having a great start to your week. It has been an awesome holiday season for all those who just, you know, are alive, period. (laughs) Happy to be here on earth and just really enjoying family. I hope you guys kept it small and intimate and socially distant. But hey, as long as you get to see somebody or you spend some time to yourself, got a good movie in, got some good football to watch. You watch the Liberty uh, Coastal Carolina game, or if you got the opportunity just to kick it and try some new betting activity with NBA, Christmas Day games, you got to see some former Tar Heels in there. We saw Cam Johnson drop 21 last night. I mean, there's just plenty of opportunities. Kobe White's doing his thing out there in Chicago. So make sure you guys, you know, keep it, keep it locked because we got a lot of good pro heel content for you as well. But let's jump into our current Tar Heels who are gearing up for the Orange Bowl, which is scheduled for the Saturday, January 2nd at 8 p.m., kicking off at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. If you're not familiar, you know, Carolina is very comfortable in Miami. They just whipped the wheels off Miami last couple weeks ago, and it was their last home game or excuse me, last regular season game, and it was one to remember. If you have not, please just type in Javante Williams, and I promise you his one run where he literally pile drives through about five different opponents, it just is a beautiful thing to see. The game for the Orange Bowl will air on ESPN, and this will be Carolina's first trip to the Orange Bowl in its first game against Texas A&M. And how you know, sweet it is that Mac Brown gets to face Texas A&M. As we know, he is the former head coach for Texas. He has given the Aggies a stir for quite some time. It's been his thing. So I'm sure they're not excited to see him, but I'm more sure that they are excited to beat him, knowing especially with some of these opt-outs. So they're feeling good about it. And we'll talk about his uh, conversation with Packer and Durham here on the show. But man, oh man, he ain't no love lost. We'll just say that. Now, Carolina, who finished number 13 in the college football playoff rankings, finished regular season 8-3 and and 7-3, and tied for fourth in the ACC in 2020. The Tar Heels have been explosive all season, as we know. We know that they are high-flying offense. They've had a program record of 556 yards, fourth most nationally, and we scored 43 points average a game. Now, tied for sixth in the nation is nothing to sniff at. If you feel confident with the weapons that you knew you were going into the season with. However, those weapons are no longer here. As we know, De'Ami Brown, Michael Carter, and now Javante Williams are no longer going to participate in the bowl game, which leaves about 4,000 yards of offense (laughs) 
to left to be unseen, right? We just don't know how it's going to go through. Now, Texas A&M representing the SEC is number five in the college football rankings after putting up an eight and one record in the se- for the season. Coached by Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M was 14th best defense in the country, surrendering 316 yards per game. The Aggies offense ranked fifth in the conference, tallying 437 yards per game. As Matt Brown was talking in his mini interviews, he said, listen, we voted for Texas A&M to get into the college football playoffs. So we already know the kind of team that we're up against. We already understand that they're playing pretty pissed off for not being in the national championship conversation. So, of course, it doesn't feel great to have guys opt out. But at the same time, it is what it is. Right. And so we'll dive more into that. But I think at the end of the day, listen. The Aggies are coming to play. We have not heard yet about any of their players opting out. And so that's a little worrisome, right, for us. However, you know, we got to play with who we have. And I still think the conversation of getting angry about people opting out is crazy. (laughs) It's absolutely crazy. But at the end of the day, you know, people are going to be people. They're They're going to figure out how to be rude about this situation. They're going to be upset. Mac Brown mentioned, look, He's never experienced guys opting out. He's never had that happen for him. He doesn't know what it feels like. So it's weird. It's a new space. But he said, straight and plain, listen, we all have seen assistant coaches leave and go for better opportunities. We all have seen, you know, players who are not going to the college football playoffs leave for better opportunities. Does it weaken the bowl, you know, system? Yes, absolutely. So if you're... If there was ever a time to have that expansion conversation, sure, because he's like, listen, ain't nobody opting out of playing in the national championship. So let's take a hard look at ourselves in the mirror, right? He also said that at the end of the day, I have left for better opportunities. So point blank period. You can't be old but so mad at people for doing what's best for them and their families and what they feel like is going to help them take them to the next level. He said again, making it plain. You coach these kids to start at high school level, play in college level, and eventually go make millions of dollars for their families if that's their, you know, ultimate goal, vision, dream, what have you. That's what you do from Pop Warner to the NFL. That's the goal, right? Every Negro or Caucasian brethren feels like they're going to the league, right? So that's what you do. You want these guys to get to the next level. So if they have an opportunity to do so, what are we really angry about them? What are we really angry about that for? You know, it kind of seems asinine. Like, that's the point. So they skipped out on one game. That makes it less of the contribution that they gave to the program. Absolutely not. It seems silly. And yet here we are <laughs> getting mad at children, you know, knowing full well, if we put ourselves in the picture, if we had an opportunity to make millions and we're not playing for anything other than a possible other win or, you know, an opportunity to be on quote unquote bigger stage. They did everything they could in Miami. Hello, did we not see that? They don't. They don't need to. You don't need to repeat. I don't. And I don't, honestly don't feel like you would repeat <laughs> that dominant performance. So they're honestly better off for leaving because it would. I personally think it would have got ugly 
where Texas A&M versus Carolina. I'm a little nervous. I was nervous before having all of our weapons. Now I'm just making it, I, I would be pleasantly surprised. I mean, I'm super made to chill at this moment with my Coors Light. I just, you know, I'm going to drink, kick one back and just woosah because I have no expectations for this game. As if you are a Carolina fan, you really shouldn't. You should just enjoy it for what it is and keep it the F pushing, right? Like you just don't even... Don't even worry yourself <laughs> about anything that's going on. Just simply enjoy the game, right? But no, I do believe that these guys have earned the right to go to the next level, play the next level, and everyone just needs to chill out. If Max says it's cool, we need to relax, don't y'all feel like y'all need to relax too? Of course, he probably feels a way. He's, he's, a, he's a human. <laughs> I'm sure he's, he's not used to this. He's used to everyone playing, committing to a full season. He's old school, like you don't quit on your team. I'm sure that's the energy that a lot of people, you know, who are old school cats do, but it's a different day and age. So maybe we just need to, that's on committee. That's on people who are saying these game, these bowl games aren't worth much anymore. So it's bigger than the four players that decide to opt out, but here we are. So there's that. Now, if you're getting, getting up for the Orange Bowl and you're excited about it, I hope that you have prepared to get in some bets, right? There are some big matchups coming up this weekend, and I don't want you to sit on the sidelines anymore. You know, I want you to get in on this action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is your online for sportsbooks app is your online sportsbook experts, right? They are there for you. I promise you, I've tried it. I've won a couple dollars out of here. I highly recommend just shooting your shot, right? It's tis the season to make some money, okay? <laughs> so give yourself an opportunity to win. So betonline.ag, that's what it is, all right? So let's talk more about some of the opt-outs, how we're gonna move on. More importantly, what Matt Brown is saying, how the Orange Bowl might go down, I know some of you guys are feeling good about it. I don't know why, but hey, more power to you. All right, let's talk about that next on Locked on Tarios. The holidays are about giving, so I'm giving you a hot tip that could earn you some extra cash. The new Locked on Bets podcast is hosted by Lee Sterling of ParamountSports.com. Lee is red hot to start the season, and he shares the lock of the day on every episode. Subscribe to Locked on Bets today wherever you get your podcasts. Now, of course, I mentioned some of the opt-outs. Michael Carter, right? Chaz Surratt, Deami Brown, they are taking their talents to the next level. And of course, we kept our fingers crossed, hoping that Javante might just play for us. But we knew, if you're any type of smart, you knew full well, Javante Williams had no business playing in the bowl game, right? It just... He shouldn't have because the man has done everything he needs to do to prove himself worthy of going to the next level and playing on Sundays, right? He's opting out of the Orange Bowl and he will enter the 2021 draft. He rushed for over a thousand yards and on 157 carries with 19 touchdowns. He got snubbed for all ACC, but that's a whole nother conversation we can have on another day. He made history with his teammate, Michael Carter, as we know. Earlier this month when they combined for 544 rushing yards against Miami. So he's done everything he can do in Hard Rock Stadium. You can't repeat that type of greatness twice. He didn't want to have to carry that load by himself. I already know that. You know, it's just, it's different when it's a tandem. It's different when it's a duo. When you don't have your right-hand man there to, like, carry the load for you sometimes when you're feeling a little off or help you, pick you back up, you don't want to do that by yourself. 
that's a different energy. It's just hard to force that. And so when you don't have guys, you know, your right-hand man who you've had for your entire career there to uplift and motivate you, of course you're going to opt out. Like, we knew that. That was obvious, right? He said in a quote on Instagram, I would like to thank God for blessing me with the health and ability to play the game I love and allowing me to be in this position. Thank you, Coach Brown and staff for giving me countless opportunities to display my talents. So Mel Kuyper, we all know ESPN, uh, Mel Kuyper Jr., excuse me, on his ESPN's latest big board has Javante ranked as the number three running back, okay? So Javante, going to play on Sundays. Congratulations, super excited for you. Listen, if you're <laughs> the Giants, as I always plug, shameless plug on here, if you need a running back, which we do, I like Wayne Gallman. Cool. He's all right. I can dig Saquon, but he hurt. So we're going to see how he come back. I'm all about Javante. You want a hard worker who's going to get you them pound for pound yards? Listen, just just might, just maybe look his way. Okay? He's working on his receiving game. He's working on catching in the backfield and making something out of it. And he, he, he makes defenders miss. And that's what we can so desperately use there in New York. So I had to get my shameless plug for the Giants, right? Make sure you guys listen to Locked on Giants because they have great hosts, great interviews. It actually has Saquon on that interview if you are a Giants fan there. But hey, just giving you that love, the kind of things that we do here on Locked on Podcast Network. Now, again, I was talking about Mac Brown and his decision for opt-outs and the fact that he just said we're in a new day and time. But more importantly, he harped on the fact that we have kids still here, right? Daz Newsom, Sam Howell still have guys who can perform. Emory Simmons, right? We still have young cats who are trying to be the next Deami Brown, Michael Carter, etc. So Daz Newsom tweeted out, you know, we're going to be fine. We're going to be straight. Don't worry about it. And that honestly... Deami Brown saying, listen, I have 100% faith in my guys. Cool, we don't really need that right now. Thank you so much. But, like, <laughs> let's focus on the guys we have at hand. I think that the guys are going to be fine. Sam Howell can still throw. He can still find his targets. He doesn't need to necessarily stay in the backfield for too much longer. But, hey, ain't nobody from the offensive line leaving. So he's going to have a patient pocket, right? Nobody is sitting here saying that their receivers that we do have are not capable Right? I don't know that who the hell is going to play in the backfield. British Brooks, maybe. Okay, let's, all right. But what I do know is we're going to have to figure it out. <laughs> and we're going to have to keep it rolling next man up. Like Mac Brown said, you got to play with who you got to play with. He walked into the coach's room and said, hey, Javante's out. We got a game plan. He's been practicing since Saturday. He probably should have taken his talents a little sooner so they wouldn't have him in the game plan. But here we are. I do agree with that. I do agree with the fact that if you know you're not going to play for real, don't don't be in one foot and one out. We don't, like Bob say, don't be lukewarm about it. You know, I'm cool whatever way you want to go, but don't be lukewarm. I think Javante was a little lukewarm. I don't know who he was listening to. I don't know who gave him doubts, but he should have just ignored them. He should know good as hell well. After that Miami game, as soon as he took off his pads, he should have gone ahead to the next level. He should have he declared and say, yeah, I don't know how you recreate that in the regular season, in the post game, in bowl game. I don't know how you do that. So I'm just going to go ahead and hit the road, Jack, right? <laughs> but alas, here we are. He's he, he, I think, is tearing with him, you know, 
maybe on the inside, he thought he don't want to be there for his team. They don't let them down. But okay, cool. That's nice. However, you still got a game to prepare for. So if you're not in the system, you got to go ahead and do what you got to do. So I do agree with say, feeling like you need to make a decision execute it. I'm all about being intentional, right? So there's that. But now you got to switch it. Now you got to figure out who we can get to compete. And so that's what we're left with. That's what you're going to have to do. Point blank, period. Simple. It's not hard. You act like they're going to have to reinvent the wheel. You're just going to have to <laughs> protect it. You can't be as gidgety gadgety. You're going to have to keep it simple, which is what Phil Longo loves to do. Okay. Phil Longo is all about keeping the offense very simplistic as much as he can. So there, he's going to be real simple. <laughs> Come January 2nd. So make sure you guys tune in for that. I'm still going to tune in. I don't see why not. I don't see why you're not. If you're going to, if you say you're going to support the Heels through it all, shouldn't you do that? Is that, is that not what we're here for? <laughs> if you say you're a real Carolina fan, doesn't matter who has the pads and the jersey on name on their back. You should be rooting for Carolina regardless. And yet you have some people that are just saying the wildest things. And I just cannot understand it. Maybe it's because Carolina basketball has been doing so, has been stressing y'all out so much, which I get, right? That y'all are struggling because Carolina football is doing so well that you want to keep the momentum going. So you're like, okay, please, like, don't do this to us because we finally have something to brag on. I get it. But, you know, relax. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. That's all I feel. Cool. Got it. All right. So next up, we have got to talk. Recruiting, we got a little surprise, you know. Mac Brown didn't end the season. He didn't end the season with such a blummer, a bummer, excuse me, blummer. Okay, cool. Didn't end it, end it with a bummer having four people opt out. He did end with some highlights because a lot of guys are coming in. So let's talk about that on Lockdown Tar Heels. All right, folks, as you know, I am on this new fitness journey since retiring from swimming. I have been looking for great treats to stay fit but keep me nice and toned. That's why I've leaned on Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate, Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's a low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Head to BuiltBar.com now and use promo code Locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. All right, so coming up this week, we have Locked On Aggies host, Cole Thompson. He's going to talk to me about his Aggies and whether or not they're going to take down the Tar Heels. And it's going to be a great crossover episode. I'm looking forward to having that for you guys on Thursday. It'll drop. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Make sure you don't miss it. Download, subscribe to Locked on Tar Heels podcast from anywhere so you can get updates, notifications that another episode has dropped. We got to get the reviews up. We got to get the listeners up. We just got to, we got to elevate, right? We're doing good, but we can always do better. So Let's let's get this thing going here. All right. So wrapping up the show here. Don't want to keep you guys much longer. But I do have to let you guys know that we have a four-star recruit in Tyshawn Holloway coming to Chapel Hill. He is considered one of the top cornerbacks in the nation. As with all rankings over the past year, evaluations are inconsistent to come by with the lack of games and skill camps. However, the relative similarities across All of these platforms, Rivals, ESPN, 24-7 Sports, Composite, Organic, all that good stuff, have him as a four-star recruit. 
So he has been given almost top 60 um, at his national ranking, top 10 in his position, and top 5 to 10 in the state. So he's nothing to sniff at, which is what we're hopefully going to, again, next man up, cornerbacks, what we need. Patrice Winnay leaving, right? Trey Morrison is doing his thing, but always there room for growth. We have guys that are able to deliver, but man, oh man, it just, if, it, if nothing else, I would hope, this year gets ex- you get excited about, <laughs> you know, next year. But, you know, some people are just really in their feelings, and I don't know why. You know, you got to get over it. You got to get over it. Some key players, though, that we're going to continue to look out for and hope that deliver for us will be on both offense and defense. You know, offensively, Daz Newsom, Joffrey Brown, Emory Simmons are going to – have to show up <laughs> they are going to have to show up and they're going to be led by quarterback Sam Howell he had an outstanding freshman year and even better to meet sophomore year despite so much adversity throwing for over 3,000 yards and 27 touchdowns and six interceptions to make the all ACC second team right he is going to be great going up against a Kellen Mond who Won't be on many awards lists, but he has quietly had a great season. This senior has 19 touchdowns, just three interceptions, and he's completing a career-high 63% of his passes, and he has been excellent in decision-making and taking care of the ball. So Kellen Mond has been someone that a lot of people were weary about um, in the beginning, but has certainly proven himself worthy. Isaiah Spiller from his uh, running game versus North Carolina's run defense. I think that, (sighs) help us, Father, help us, Lord. (laughs) The Aggies' offensive line is one of the best in the nation, and they are the finalists for the Joe Moore Award. Meanwhile, Carolina has allowed 147 rushing yards per game, and they can't catch a cold sometimes, can't wrap anybody up, and maybe we'll work on that in spring ball. But needless to say, Carolina is going to have a time against some of these guys in the backfield. Having Chas Surratt leave is going to be a challenge for the Tar Heels defense, just from a leadership standpoint. But hey, this is Jeremiah Gimmel's opportunity to shine. This is his chance to show and prove, right? This is Jaquarius Conley's time to show and prove. Taman Fox, his brother, Tamari Fox. Like this, this is the time. So let's not panic just yet, okay? Now, When we look and it's all said and done, I think that any team that's not in the playoff, right, any team that feels snubbed is always going to play with a harder chip. And that is what the Aggies are going to play with. So what we're going to have to do is figure out how to disturb their peace even more. I'm not quite sure, but throughout the week, I'm going to try and figure out peace together as I give you our five key observations for the last time this year on Friday. I know it's so sad. I can't even believe that we're here. I can't believe we got there so many games. But alas, here we are. We are going to have the opportunity to give five key observations as to what's going to be the keys to victory for Carolina to beat a pissed off Texas A&M, right? It's going to be hard, but I think we're capable. I think I think it's capable. I think we're, I think we're capable of winning. Am I going to be, I'm going to be more shocked if we do win versus feeling like we're already, I, we have it in the bag. We're going to have to play the best ball we played in our life. But I think if that's anything, Carolina should play with a chip feeling like, hey, we have these four top guys opt out. People have written us off. 
we got to show and prove. So hopefully <laughs> I'm not holding my breath, but I'm certain that we're going to get it done. I, I believe, I believe for good things. I believe for good things. Hopefully you will too. Stay with me throughout the week. Let's talk about it. Make sure you hit me up at Locked on Heels at KSC Cooper. Let me know how you're feeling about it. If you're feeling great. That's awesome. If you're feeling a little nervous, I understand completely, but we're going to get through it together like we always do. So make sure you have a great Monday. Make sure you wear those masks. Stay safe out there. And as always, most importantly, go Heels.